The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have one over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whoever, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I was sitting at my desk on a wintry, rainy, mixed in with sleep kind of day, and the doorbell rings. So I answer the intercom and I says, can I help you? And he said, I want to see a priest. So I said, fine, I guess. So I got up and went to the door, opened the door, and there was a guy about my height and about my build. He had a shirt on, no jacket, no gloves, no hat, no hoodie, nothing. And he had his hands shaking. He said, I'm cold. I said, of course you're cold. Get in here. So I says, wait here. So I went upstairs and I got my, got some clothes that I knew that would fit him, my, my clothes, and I brought them down and pants and shirt and underclothes and a jacket and a sweater and hat and everything. I says, get into the bathroom. So he had a, gave him a towel and dried himself off and put the clothes on. When he came out of the bathroom, he was smiling because he was nice and warm and everything fit. Anyway, I put all his other clothes in a bag. I gave him a gift card to get something to eat. And off he went on his way. And as he was going off, I was at the door. I was waving to him as he was leaving. And I was also waving to half my, my wardrobe that was going down the street with him. Actually, he never came back to thank me. Never, I never got a thank you card. I never got any, any kind of a appreciation for what I did. But good. I'm glad I didn't. Because I had a great opportunity at that moment. I got to fulfill the entire law. Because Christ, because in the second reading today, it says when you love your neighbor, you fulfill the entire law. You've accomplished and achieved the will of God. That's a big thing. Anyway, one day, so I was uh, just a brand new snowblower, and I was just finishing up the sidewalk, and I was going to put the snowblower inside. 
and there was a guy that was uh, trying to dig out his car, the snow plows had buried his car. And so I was going by, I said, do you need a hand? He said, oh, please, said, I'm going to be late for my meeting. So I cleared this path in front of his car so we could get out, and I said to him, look it, I'll push in the back, you just gun it and just take off. So he gunned it, and he did wheel spun, and he pushed him out, and off he went. There were no words exchanged of pleasantries, no handshakes, no pats on the back, no words of gratitude. But good again, because that was a moment of opportunity for me to be able to fulfill the will of God by fulfilling the entire law in one act, in one simple way. Love your neighbor. It's amazing. Another time, uh, the pastor at St. Cecilia's asked me to go over for a reconciliation service. It was about an hour and a half. At the end of the service, I went into the sacristy, and the pastor was there, Father John, and he said, uh, did Mark, the administrator, give you a check for this? I said, no, no, I, I don't, no, no, I don't want anything. No, no. He said, so he assured me that he would remember to give me a check. He didn't remember. But good. Another great opportunity for me to be able to fulfill the greatest commandment that fulfilled all the commandments. One simple act, love neighbor. So one time my father and I were, it was in the winter, we instead of can't fly fish in the winter because of the ice, so we joined a fly tying club. And in this particular club that was celebrating the 10th anniversary, they flew in from New Jersey, a famous fly tying that wrote many books on fly tying and is well known everywhere. So Dad and I got there early. We were the, actually the first ones there. And uh, the, the famous fly tie was behind this, this table. So he saw the two of us standing there. He says, do you have any requests? And I just asked him if he would do his hollow fly. So he started tying the fly. And as he was tying the fly and explaining it to us, the other members were starting to come in. And they were starting to crowd around the table. So as we were standing there, I was watching, and he was explaining it. And this guy that was standing beside me was bumping into me. So I moved over to give him some room. And then I'm watching again, he bumps into me again, and I move over again, he keeps bumping into me. I said, what's the, what the, I'm thinking to myself, what's wrong with this guy he keeps bumping into me? He says, I'm not going to let it bother me, fine. Anyway, he finished the fly and took the fly and handed it to me and says, here, you. Anyway, the guy that was standing beside me said, was looking at the fly, I said, oh, that's beautiful, can I see it? So I handed it to him and I says, keep it. And he was really grateful. Anyway, they, everybody said, okay, everybody's going to sit down. Now we're going to have the awards. So they wanted to have the award for the most outstanding member of the year. So it's all the guy is up there. He's explaining all the reasons why this particular guy is going to be the, uh, the, the honoree of the, 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 of the most outstanding member of, of the club. So they announced his name, and the guy stood up. And it was the guy that was standing beside me. It was the guy that I handed him the fly. So then he started to go to the front to receive his award, and he was limping. So I said, what the heck? So he's limping. The reason why he was limping, he only had one leg. And I thought to myself, gee, I'm really glad that it was really nice to him. That's the whole point. God gave us the love of neighbor, which not only accomplishes all the laws and the will of God, but on top of all of that, it, it fulfills everything. It, it helps. It, you'll never, never regret loving neighbor, ever. Because the whole goodness will always come back to you. I'll close with this last. 
When I first got here, I wanted bells, because the first church I was at, they had these nice bells that used to sing in the neighborhood, and the neighbors used to like it, so I used to put the bells, put a little bell system in, and I was pretty proud of my little humble accomplishment. So that during the day, sometimes people can be reminded of the divine presence here on earth, through listening to the nice music of the bells. Well, I got a message on my voicemail from a neighbor, and it was a very colorful message. Used lots of words that I'm not able to use here to tell you here today. He's pretty upset. Well, actually, he told me, works night and sleeps in the day. He was very upset. I unplugged it, turned it off. I never turned it on again. Why? Why should it be nice to this guy who was nasty to me, who left a nasty message for me on the phone? Why should I? I'll tell you why. Because he's my neighbor. My neighbor gets the best. My neighbor gets present preferential treatment. Because I will never regret loving neighbor. It's an amazing thing. One act, one simple act, we can fulfill the will of God and we can fulfill all the laws that God wants us to, 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 uh, to, to go by. All just by love and neighbor.